Hey, it's Beth here. Episode 365. Okay. I I saw two movies. And I saw them last week. And it took me all this time, like four days, to think about them. One I had to see twice. Okay, the first one is The Invitation. And it's like it's a kind of a um Alexa volume down. I swear I this woman. Okay, so I loved it. And it's getting all these weird reviews, but I tried to put myself in the skin of a 13, 14, 15 year old girl who's maybe seeing her fourth vampire movie. And would she like it? Yes. Would she be amazed at the plot twists? Yes. It was a sweet story and everybody, it was done by three women. They're all in their thirties. I would say they could have used a lot of help with the pacing and the story, but they understood one thing. It's really glamorous and it was shot in Hungary. Some of the scenes are in Budapest, but they picked this castle. I've never seen a castle look like it before. And it was supposed to be in England, but it just didn't fit. So it had this otherworldly uh, aspect to it. And it was otherworldly. That was the biggest character in this whole movie. And it's funny because the woman who was scouting found this castle. There's no other castle like it in Hungary, I'm sure. But anyway, the great-great-grandson who owned it was Madame Bathovery's great-great-great-grandson. And she was a convicted murderer known as Countess Dracula. And to her very close friends, she was known as the Blood Countess. It's a great castle. It's spooky. And they do shoot it a little too dark sometimes, but the spooky aspect of this gorgeous place is wonderful. So, and then they have so these three girls, the writer, director, producer, they're all in their like 30s. Maybe one is, oh my God, 42. Okay. It is Natalie Emmanuel's fashion show. She is absolutely gorgeous. And the camera just lingers on her for, for an hour. And Thomas Darty, the boy, is beautiful too. So it's kind of like a fabulous, you know, romance that goes awry in the last half an hour. But at least the first part is beautiful. He buys her clothes. Who does that? So it's fun. And I think if I were a teenager at a sleepover, it would be everything I ever wanted. So who's complaining? I mean, could it have been better? Could they have added a lot more mystery to it and a lot more, you know, vampire facts? Yeah, they could have. But is Natalie Emmanuel just gorgeous and her skin is flawless? Yeah. So this one, I didn't have any problem with, okay? It was just fun and they all could have asked for help. They didn't. It was pretty low budget and uh, it's probably going to make his money back. So that one's fine. The second one is the one that I don't get. So, you know, don't take your teenager or your grand teenager to see 
well, maybe it could. There, there's very little sex, and the, the sex that does happen, the guy wants to marry her. So it's kind of cute. Yeah, I could, and it's not nudity. It's not going to kill you. Definitely do it if you want to. There's nothing that's going to embarrass you about it. So, but it's definitely, definitely going to be on the roster for sleepover movies. Definitely. She is so beautiful and she's from the Game of Thrones and she never looked like that in the Game of Thrones. They never, sometimes they hold back the beauty of the supporting actresses so that the beauty of the actress can shine through. Definitely did it with this girl. And in this movie, she wows. So that's fun and that's good. She's going to have a great career. Okay. 3,000 years of longing. 3,000 years of boring. I sat through it twice. I came out of the theater and I talked to the guys that I know there and they looked at me and they goes, they said, what happened? I said, I don't know. I said, I want to go back and watch it again. They said, go in for free. Just go in, give it another chance. I said, I will definitely buy food. I still didn't understand it. The first time I watched it, two people left. Last 20 minutes of the first showing, people were squirming in their seats. That is not a good sign. The second time I saw it, I was all by myself, which is actually a worse sign. The writing is aimless. It was written by this guy named George Miller. He's done all the Mad Max. He's done um, Happy Feet, all of He's He's very um, um, bipolar. Like He's got an amazing aspect to his personality that can see everything. He also did Babe and Pig in the City. Okay, all the Mad Max. People love it. Mad Max for Fury Road. Some people said it was the best movie like it's of its kind in the 19th for 10 years. Okay, he hadn't done a movie since 2015. Everybody's been waiting. It's a long wait. He chose to do this. It's aimless writing. It just doesn't hold up. It really doesn't. It's, uh, and then there were two neighbors in the story, which I had to figure out. Okay, one of them is a person who, her name is Anne mm, Charleston. Okay, she plays Madge, Madge, Madge Bishop, one of these two women. I don't know what these women were doing in the movie. She was an Australian soap opera star. Like, the story's called Neighbors. She was their megastar. She's in it. So a lot of people in Australia thinks that, think that's great. And then to, to explain it, they say, so people would know it was real. Okay. Idris never looks real. He always looks like, like all of our genes put together to make something more beautiful. Okay. Idris never looks like a normal person. So anyway, the story is wandering. But it's, it's a lot of green screen and it looks very fake. I mean, this is the guy who did Mad Max. It's not gritty. You don't, you don't feel a thing. And there are three compelling stories. One little detail, Matteo Botticelli, he's a singer and now he's an actor because they let him play the prince who gets assassinated by his father. He sings the cautionary tale in four different languages. I was so bored watching this movie twice. I didn't even hear the song until later. Now I heard the song. It's a beautiful song. I was 
put into a stupor. It is rated R. It says another intriguing detail. It's got they, um, these overweight women having sex. And in the cast, where, where you see the cast, and it's got all the characters, there's pictures, which is great. And the character and the character's role and the star's name, everything. So you can find them. All of the overweight women, it says corpulent woman, their name and no picture. This is like so insulting and it's not beautiful. And I don't know what it did for the story. And it was nonstop and one of them fell down. It wasn't funny. It wasn't important. And it really felt gratuitous. And that's why it got an R rating. I'm just baffled by this entire movie. I think it's a Netflix. I suggest you wait for it. it there was no chemistry between them, no sexual chemistry. The end doesn't make any sense at all. It's like the whole time he's, he's and he's not a genie, he's a djinn. Okay, so don't make that mistake because I did. It's a big one. All right, so there is no reason for any of this. And there's no chemistry between them. And I swear to God, everybody just, they were in a stupor. Nothing, nothing big happened in this movie. I, I felt like I was reading the Bible and, and it's really good tales and they make a lot of sense, but they don't, you know, the Old Testament, it doesn't, the, all these stories didn't happen upon a theme or, um, resonate at the end. It was just, and only one of them was interesting. So I have no idea what's going on here. And I really thought, oh, you're in a bad mood. Go back and see it again. You weren't even trying. And I swear the second time I watched it, I was trying. It is, it's not that you're dumb. I've checked with people who are smarter than I am. They all hated this movie. We want to love it because Idris Elp is in it and he's fabulous and he should be James Bond and everything else. But I can't help anyone who's going to put him in something like this. He worked it. He worked so hard to make it work. You can see it. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So those are my two. And I would say that no, no trolls for either one. I really, I feel like I'm going to a very advanced magnet high school and I'm watching um, their amateur movies. And all the teachers can't talk to these kids. They're, they're auteurs, they're geniuses. They know exactly what the scene should look like. They know everything, nobody can talk to them. I feel like they should charge less for these movies. And even, you know, the invitation, it, it wasn't exquisitely done. It didn't have a seasoned director. And then the second one did, and I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what he wanted, but he should stick to uh, pigs and uh, feet and Mad Max. He just definitely can't uh, pull off genies, genes. So I really didn't want to do this. I wanted to wake up every morning and feel differently, but save your money, please. Please don't waste your time on these. Just watch them when they get to Netflix. And it's not helping my sanity. And I will try again. 
and I will be back. Thanks.